0: What is going on guys this is DK Back at you with another video here to bring the five-game NBA main site on Saturday. Before I get in the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings coming to you live from a conference room of this hotel lobby, kind of hoping no one walks in. So, uh, yeah, just had to get, obviously, a video up here for you guys. Uh, but if you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. Link down below, it's called the DK DFS Show. And If you're interested in signing up for premium content, I'll offer a few different packages on patreon.com, NBA NFL nfl and esports and then uh, i want to thank the sponsor of the video prize picks so uh, prize picks is a player prop site where you can take over under and fancy points or over under and straight up points assists, rebounds three pointers made um, they have a ton of different sports you can mix and match sports um, so if you guys want to try it out inside please my code dkdfs that is dkdfs all one word you'll get a hundred percent match up to one hundred dollars and I want to thank you guys again for all of your support. Um, really do appreciate all you guys coming and checking out the videos every single day. Uh, NBA DFS, especially, we know it can be tilting. But um, I appreciate you guys, again, coming in and, and watching the videos every day. Make sure, if you do enjoy, to hit that like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. got no live streams in the next couple of days, uh, but I should be back live Monday. Um, Alright, so before we get players and the prices for this five-game slate, let's look back at my lineup here from tonight. So, uh, last night, had a takedown, um, and then tonight, we're right back to the BS guys. Right back to three players in severe foul trouble, and two in a random blowout. <sighs> so, let's go over my lineup. It is just a forgettable night. One, I just want to throw out the window and move on. Nothing you can do about it, too, with the foul trouble, right? Paul George, foul trouble. Cade Cunningham, foul trouble. Um, Jarrett Vanderbilt, my low on value play that I used. Massive foul trouble. It's just like, really? Really? And then I go to low on John Morant, massive blowout. Same with Steven Adams. So, again, I just had no chance. One to Carter Jr., I finally go to him. He got his minutes slashed. He was playing 35 minutes a night. For some reason, I only put like twenty-five minutes tonight. Yay! Um, so, yeah, just one of those nights where um, I haven't—I already have a lineup in for the late slate, hoping that I can do better, hoping I can chase some of my losses back. But just one, I'm just gonna forget about. But um, going over some ownership again, I'll check out. This is the Hall of Famer. What's the details on this? I think it's a three thousand dollar entry or two thousand dollar entry in this one. Yeah, two thousand dollar entry. Um, all right, let's check out ownership here. As I always say, ownership's going to get to the good plays. Pat Beverly, 80%. Katie Cunningham, 70%. No real surprise. They were the two best values in the slate. Uh, Paul jo- Paul George, 31% owned. Also not a surprise. him and Giannis were the two uh, best spun-ups disregarding ownership before the slate started. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. got 27% ownership. Let's see, well, was there anything else I wanted to go over? And Giannis, 40%. Um, Jared Allen was pretty popular. But yeah, it looks like a pretty pretty bad night for a lot of the high stakes players as well. Um, so I'm not alone. Just looking at this ownership, um, a lot of just Paul George, Giannis, Cade, Beverly, right? Stephen Adams, twenty percent. I was debating Adams versus Zubac. I felt a little bit more comfortable with Adams' minutes because Zubac, like besides that last game, he played like was averaging to like fifteen minutes. Um, but yeah, gonna be gonna be a forgettable night for myself. Um, but that's it for the look back, guys. Hope you had a better night, and let's talk about this five gamer. So I don't think we have any. Oh wait, I don't. I can't refresh. Bavada's like not. You can't use Bavada in New York, so like we're not gonna be able to look at the Vegas odds, whatever. All right, we'll start off with Utah, and Miami. So Utah, the big piece of news here waiting on is Donovan Mitchell. Let me see if I'm close enough to this mic. Um, Don Mitchell, 9.3k. If he does play, you can use him as a contrarian spend up It's a really bad matchup, honestly, for both teams. Utah, good defensively. Miami, good defensively. So, I don't want a ton of exposure to this game unless unless Don Mitchell gets rolled out. Then it's right back to those same guys. Conley, Clarkson, and Joe Ingles. It all look pretty good. All get a massive usage bump. They all started really slow uh, last game, which really tilted me. But they got there in the second half. So... Even in a tough matchup, I would like all three of those guys. But Bogdanovich gets a slight boost, but he's pretty reliant on scoring. Even Royce O'Neal gets a boost. So there would be a, t- a good amount to like here for Utah in a tough matchup, even um, or if uh, Don Mitchell gets ruled out. And then Whiteside is contrarian value playing is fine. Revenge game narrative should play around 15 minutes, so... Um, yeah, the big piece of news here is in Mitchell. Moving on to Miami, uh, we got to keep an eye on Kyle Lowry's status. He's currently questionable. If he misses, that's a usage bump to Jimmy and Bam. Again, though, tough matchup, so I don't know if either would be a priority play. Hero probably gets a slight bump, might play a couple extra minutes. I don't think he starts. I think they would start Gabe Vincent, who, what was it? He started, he didn't play a ton. Yeah, it was this game against Indiana, he Played 25 minutes. So if he starts, sure, he can use as a punt play, but he's really not going to be a focal point on the offensive end. Now, right, moving on to Philly. So, a couple of big pieces of news to keep an eye on here is Korkmaz and Danny Green. Because uh, they're already out without Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons. They could be pretty thin. They were in an eight-man rotation last game They only had nine healthy bodies. So, uh, would be a decent amount to like here for Philadelphia. We'll start Joel Embiid. It has been awful. Absolutely awful so far to start the year. Not playing big minutes. A competitive game 30-32 to 32 at best. Um it's so weird with everyone out. I just don't have a ton of interest in Bead. Like, if you want to go there and hope he gets back to the beat of last year, I get it, but like, man, it's going to be hard for me to do that. Like, Andre Drummond's been out playing Joel Embiid, but he's priced up, and I don't want to play him in like 15 to 20 minutes. Um, but now this is where things get interesting. And if Quirk Miles, and Green are out, I really like this Valley here. Milton, Yang, Maxi. Maxi played 45 minutes last game, guys. He played 45 minutes. He left the court for three minutes. Seth Curry would be in play. My only issue with Seth Curry... No real peripheral stats. So, pretty reliant on scoring. Niang played big minutes off the bench. He played 32 minutes. And Shake Milton started and played like 35 minutes. So, um, there would be a lot to like here for Philadelphia if Cork and Green are out. Even Thibel, um, again, more out the first defense, but he probably plays upwards of 30 minutes. So, yeah, those two pieces of news are big. If Cork if Maz and Green are both in, then not as much to like here for Philadelphia value. So, um, that's pretty big to keep an eye on. Moving on to Chicago. So, Chicago's always a team when they're when their like four best players are healthy, it's hard to prioritize one. I will say, like, DeMar DeRozan probably has been their best player so far this year. Um, last three games, 43, 52, and 53 fancy points. So if you want to go to 8.3k DeMar DeRozan, I'm not gonna talk you off on him. He's been great. He's been rebounding the ball at a at a good clip. I just don't don't know if he continues to shoot the ball 20 plus times and continue to shoot like 70% from the field, or he's been shooting really, really well. So I don't know if that continues. The rest are just GBP plays for me with Vucevic, Levine, and Lonzo Ball. Nothing really stands out there. Um, Caruso at 3.9K, we kind of know his role off the bench. Probably going to play 25 to 30 minutes. A guy that can stuff the stat sheet will handle the ball at times. So, like Caruso there for value, that's probably it. Like, Javante Green's been starting, but not the best point per minute guy. I think I would just rather go to Caruso at a similar price. Moving on to Boston and Dallas. So, Jalen Brown is already out for this game. Uh, but Boston guys are kind of priced up. So, start with Jason Tatum at 9.6K. I do think he's a pretty good spend up, a better matchup than some of the other stars we've talked about so far. But, like, it's not getting him super cheap. Um, so, if he was 9.6K with Jalen Brown in, I'd have no interest. But with Jalen Brown out, I think Jason Tatum does become a pretty solid spend up here. Horford's been my favorite play in Boston the last few slates. 7 6, though, is now getting to the point where feels about right. Like, I think he plays 30 to 35 minutes, so fair option. But I think I'd rather spend up a little bit more for Jason Tatum and his upside. Um, let's see. Dennis Schroeder, I think, plays more Mets at five point four k. I think he's a pretty good play in the mid range. I'm interested to see what they do. The starting lineup. Do they maybe move uh, Grant Williams in? Do they move Schroeder in the starting lineup? We'll see. Uh, Marcus Smart's fine. Like, he'll play 30 minutes. I think I like the Upton more. Dennis Schroeder there. Dennis Schroeder, though, at a similar price. Moving on to Dallas. So, Porzingis looks like he will be good to go. He practiced, uh, on Friday. So, that kind of takes the value out of play here for Dallas. So, we'll start with Luka Doncic at the top of 10.7K. I think he'll be pretty low-owned. We have really not seen a big Luka game yet this year. Um... I think he's a fine spin-up and not a priority play for me. And with Porzingis back, kind of takes the value out of play for me. Like Brunson, I guess, is still viable off the bench. Maybe they could maybe they keep him in the starting lineup with how well he's played. We'll see. Um, if he continues to start with Porzingis in, then I have more interest in Brunson. If he comes on the bench and plays, you know, mid-20s mitts, he's just kind of a secondary option for me. And that's probably it. Like Powell with um Porzingis back definitely takes a hit usage-wise. Like I think his minutes go down a little bit. So like you can still use him, but yeah, there's not much else here for Dallas. All right, Atlanta and Phoenix, tough matchup here for the Hawks. And the price points, nothing really stands out to me. Trey Young, fine tournament option. Capela and Collins both seem priced about right in a tough spot. Uh, the wings are always secondary options for me. I guess if I had to pick one, it would be DeAndre Hunter, who has played 33 and 31 minutes the last couple of games. He seems to be got the guy, the cheap uh, wing, that's, get, that's getting the most minutes at the moment. So, But again, he's really more out there for his defense. Uh, but if I had to pick one, it would be DeAndre Hunter. Moving on to Phoenix. So keep an eye on campaign status. If campaign is out. I think we get pretty big meds from Chris Paul just because they don't want to give a lot of meds to Alfred Payton. Um, Chris Paul's been playing about 35 minutes a game. Last three games, 37, 36, and 34. A guy that has 12, 18, and 13 assists. So I do like Chris Paul a good amount if campaign is out. Devin Booker in play for tournaments. We know the floor is there. The ceiling a little bit higher than Paul. So both Phoenix guards I like here paul safer options booker the ceiling guy deandre eaton I, I feel like is you know a little bit too cheap at 6.5k i think in a competitive game he plays 30 to 34 minutes so like the price here on deandre ayton at that uh, at only 6.5 the wings are always secondary options for me and then javel mcgee will play the backup five role probably around 12 to 15 minutes i think he's actually in play because he's that good of a point per minute guy and then yeah, cam johnson if you want to play him he'll play 20 to 22 minutes on the bench but he he basically has to hit his threes all right, finally, Lakers and Blazers. This game looks pretty interesting. Uh, LeBron out, Anthony Davis questionable. So um, I think Anthony Davis plays, but that'll obviously be something to keep an eye on. If Anthony Davis misses, then both centers look great in Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan, and then Westbrook would be an amazing play. Um, but if Anthony Davis is in, then I like the the top two guys here, Westbrook and AD. Both get a massive mass, <laughs> Can't talk massive usage bump. Um, I'm throwing that last game out the window for Westbrook. So really like him and Anthony Davis, assuming they both play. And the rest of the Lakers, like Melo's fine at five point eight k, we we'll probably get mid to high twenties minutes from him. Um, you know the bigs. If if AD is in, they're more secondary options for me. Avery Bradley's like playing thirty minutes a game. He's really really bad point point minute guy, but he's only three point one k, so he's playable. Uh, and then Rondo did get in the rotation last game without LeBron. I think he plays 15 or so minutes. At the flatman price, I do think he's in play. He's a guy that can go get you 25 fancy points in 15 minutes. Like he does have that type of upside. And finally, Portland. So um, the two guards and Dame and CJ both in play. Uh, Dame is yet to have a good game. We'll see how he plays tonight. That game's coming up in about 20 minutes. But don't mind him for tournament. CJ probably a little bit of a safer option. Nurkic just continues to hover in that like 26 to 28-minute range. So... He's just a secondary option at the moment. Um, Norman Powell feels a little bit too cheap at 4.8K. I think he plays around 30 minutes. And then I'm curious to see what the minutes are at Simon's tonight. Uh, he's played 29-24 last couple games. If he continues to play, you know, mid to high 20s minutes, I think he's an interesting value play. But, yeah, guys, that's going to do it for the video today. So if you haven't enjoyed the content, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Um, thanks again, guys. Have a great night, and I will see you all in the next video.